Air on. Power on. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main, the best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts, where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood, helping racers in their time of need. Now, here's the pit crew. Hey, welcome, race fans, hot rodders, and racers. Well, we're talking racing this weekend. There's a lot of racing that I want to discuss. I want to go back to racing on this here racing radio show. There's a lot to talk about. What about hot rods? Well, there'll be a little hot rodding going on here, but I'm talking mostly about racing. You know what I'm saying? The so op- The opening of North North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip? Th- there was that. That did occur. Just got soft, off the phone. Soft opening. Soft opening, yes. That would be very nice to say, Al. It's, uh, yeah, because th- there was no advertising whatsoever. No, we didn't want this advertising. Just in, people. We can't advertise crap until we know what we got going well, on. Well, there's, there's that. And, you know, I'd like to thank Dennis Tate for pointing out the fact while he had fun, there was no Christmas tree, no trap lights, and no timing stickers. Requires a that will computer. Be addressed, that will be addressed in our meeting this week. That that will timing stickers st- slips slips. Okay, yeah, slips, slips. I've got stickers is a bit. Well, much. you know these guys. I don't even know that these guys are dialed in or or what's going on. I had to sit there and distinct pleasure of going for a family reunion to honor my brother Jack, right. who passed away two years ago yesterday, Which uh, up in I the Shenandoah Valley. thought about you all weekend about that, because I knew you were up there. I appreciate that, that brother, because I know you kept in touch with me. So did you, Al. And we but passed. We passed. Uh, we passed each other. Somewhere down yeah. the road, in either North Carolina <laughs> or Virginia. Man, I went to Blowing Rock, North Carolina. Uh-huh. If that ain't the garden spot of the state of North Carolina. Well, it's a beautiful place. Holy crapola. I'm going back up there next time and going fly fishing. Because if I ain't racing, I want to be fly fishing. Okay, think about okay. it. No motor, just me, the water, and the trout. Yeah, I'd rather be on Jenaluska or no. one of those catching smallmouth. No, dude, I understand. You're the same way Charlene is. Give me a lake and a bass boat. And go, no, it's the Zen thing, dude. Throw the fly in the water. You probably like sailing rather than... I am a sailor. Me, the boat, and the wind. too much effort to make a boat move. No, but... Turn a key, push the throttle, and go. But I do like going from zero to 170 in about eight seconds. Right, Al? Got my boat There we go. Back to the racing side of this. By the way, the racing here in this community consists of North North Main Street in Myrtle Beach... Robert Edge and Highway 90. Do you realize both K1 and the North Myrtle Beach drag strips are less than a mile and a half from each other? Serious competitive racing is back in Myrtle Beach. I should say the motorsports capital of the Grand Strand, North Myrtle Beach. Unless you want to go down to Broadway Grand Prix or something like that. I'm bringing something to Paulie's Island. You're going to bring something to Paulie's (laughs) Island. You know, we were talking last week. Can you imagine... (laughs) 
the uproar in Polly's Island of <laughs> yeah. people had freaking. There's an uproar now since I moved you, in. Do yeah, you realize every time he fires the the <laughs> thirty two or the thirty two up? Do you realize he could be burned at the stake? <laughs> Exactly. Is there a stake in Polly's Island? Because I think sure it may have your name on it there, Mr. Liebman. I'm oh, yeah. telling you. It, it's interesting. I, I do want to dedicate this show, though, to a dear friend of ours who passed away. Mr. Uh, Mr. Wally Bell. Wally Bell, man. Jeez, what a gentleman S- racer he was. heart attack. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yep. Yeah, interesting story about Wally. Back in the pro-modified days, Wally Bell came out of, like, West Nowhere, New York, like everybody else. And decided to go pro mod Chevrolet racing, and we were Ford racing. So we do this Ford versus Chevrolet thing. This is back, God, Al, had to be in the late '80s, huh? When the pro mod came yeah, out, that was uh, yeah, close to the mid late '80s. Yes. And, and Wally was a consummate gentleman. But what got Wally and I together were we're both insurance agents. It was really the craziest thing. So once upon a time. You- Wally's living in Fredericksburg, Virginia now, garden spot of the East Coast and drag racing, home of Matt Stanball, Bunny Burkett, and everybody else. And he says, hey, man, when are you going to have me on that radio show of yours up there on CBS Sports? So we invited him up, me, Craig Murto, Dave Reininger, Johnny Rocca, Mr. Promod himself, and Wally Bell. Well, Wally had a grand time, and I'll have to post it. I've got a picture of him standing in front of the WJFK banner with the rest of us. And next thing I know, there's the Wally Bell Show. (laughs) (laughs) And who's producing the Wally Bell Show? Racers Reunion, Mr. Jeff Gilder out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And and, and that's how far back Jeff and I go is back to the Wally Bell Show, you know. He says, I'm on there with Bill Pratt. I says, man, that's good company right there. Bill Pratt and Wally Bell. Monday, (laughs) Monday night, Bill Pratt. Yeah. Bill Pratt still doing his Racers Reunion show on Zeus. Yep, doing Racers Reunion. Get it on Facebook on Monday nights. And guess where else it is? Wing ding. Okay, so more on that as we get into this. I'm getting back to being focused. A lot of my exterior activities are over and done with for a while, so I can get back focused on what I do most and what I do best. (laughs) Sure. Is it hot out here? I shoot. Oh, yeah. And I still say it's more the humidity than the heat. So this is a cool show we have coming on because today, even what's hot on the lot, they had one hellacious experience the other night up at Dillon. I read that. They had a a rough night at the racetrack. (laughs) No, I'll tell you what, though. Barbara did a wonderful job of describing it, and uh, we're going to talk about that. And I think we're going to get Kevin, the brother-in-law, or, you know, the... The brother of the, the Lanto family, the driver, coming on the air. Because guess what Barbara did to uh, yesterday? Bought another car. Number four. <laughs> Stupid. No, 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 I'm thinking. Yes. It's, Where did no. she keep them all? I, up there at the Riverside know, International a, Headquarters. There's a lot of room in that <laughs> yeah. shop. For Trust me, there's a new shop coming. Yeah, there, yeah there's an addition you know coming. You and happen. I both know that. But it, it's interesting because I said to her two words. She says, what? Show car. Put a small block in there with headers and an automatic transmission. We can yeah. drive that puppy. We could go We could go up to uh, Auto World of Conway and host a car show right there with a race car in his parking lot. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about just doing guerrilla marketing at some of these events. You know what I'm saying? We just show up and do our thing. What do you think, Rick? 
He's over there having yeah, lunch. The yeah, problem, go ahead. The problem, <laughs> the problem we have now is, I don't know if you read some of the uh, emails that posted are out there. There's uh, a lot of shows are cutting back. Yes, the I've noticed. Oh. And they're only going to do is that what it is? charity shows. Oh, wow. Hey, Michael, could you raise uh, Al's? Microphone, microphone bit, yeah. needs just to a little bit. Just I'll little raise you, yeah, a little twenty-five. I'll see you two decibels and raise okay. you six. Right. Okay, and just to make sure you're coming out of Al's left ear into his. Thank you. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and um, so we're going to talk a little bit about Barber. Not so much what's hot on the lot, but what's hot on the track with those those crazy knuckleheads up there. Uh, Aaron Creed coming on the air today. I knew Aaron. I knew. I knew. I knew Aaron. Yeah. Back in the Murto days, you know, you know him. He's one of those quiet guys, just quietly uh, gets PR his stuff director. done. Yeah, but he, I got him on because, and I should have probably got Adam Fenwick too. He probably would have been better off served to do both of them together. But they had a race at Hickory this weekend, the Jack Ingram Memorial, right? And it had a huge field of cars, a massive crowd. I mean, Hickory was packed, and a lot of people are already saying. This is going to be the summer destination race before South Boston. Because South Boston's famous for the 4th of July. Right. This is going to be that summer destination race before South Boston. Well, telling you, coming out of Blowing Rocks, North Carolina yesterday, going past Hickory to some degree, it was in the 70s there. And it was really? beautiful. I mean, just beautiful. I mean, I don't know. You'd come back to the beach only because we got the beach. Ryan Ellis... Xfinity Racer, sponsored by the King Group of Fine Families and Parts, will be joining us as well as Jay Wentz of the Wentz Motor Company up there in Danville, Virginia. Fine hot rod builders extraordinaire. And, man, I forgot about all the 55 Chevrolets those guys used to build. Build some badass hot rods. Hey, too, man. Yeah. Hey 32s, too. 34s. Yeah, a lot of neat stuff. Yeah, seriously. Just... Uh, It'll be a pretty cool show. Of course, Showtime's with Shirley. Had a nice chat with her today. Do you know that she's already, Michael, she's challenged you, by the way. She'll talk about but this. But by the way, she they called the cruise. Huh? What? Last. <laughs> Hold on. What day is today? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, today is Tuesday. Today is Saturday. So the, yeah. <laughs> today is Tuesday, but it's really Saturday. You're listening to Saturday, but right. today but was Tuesday. But the Tuesday show, because it's so hot, yeah. they canceled the cruise today at Mission Barbecue. No, she told me they didn't know whether they were going to cancel it or not. Well, plus e- it's supposed to rain. I just got rain. an email. So that means it comes off the, does that come off the list, minus one? It's supposed to rain. Oh. No, because this show does next Man. Tuesday. But they also canceled the show last Saturday. Yeah, four days ahead of time up in her neck of the woods, which I don't. Think oh, up got uh, any Captain Archie's. Yes, Captain yep. Archie's. Yeah, I understand. Well, you know, one can never have too many hot rod shows, not. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, it's it's an interesting thing because uh, Shirley has already gathered like eighty door prizes, Michael, for the big event she holds up at Logan's around Christmas time to support the uh, Men in Blue. Uh, the first responders up there, and she does a fine job with that. I mean, it's almost something she does single-handedly, so hats off to you, Shirley, for doing something like that. I'm just completely thrilled to have you as part of this particular team. But, again, guess what I'm doing tonight, guys? Get naked and running through your neighborhood. No. Last time I did that, it wasn't pretty. I can't see. My eyes are blind. Painting your body pink? Nope. Going through the bar? Nope. Nope. Pretty close, though. Getting getting drunk and doing something? Nope. Pinky's up tonight. 
I'm going to the Sports Car Club of America meeting. Where the heck is that? That's down here at some yonder pizza shop. <laughs> you don't even know where it is. <laughs> well, down no, I got, he's, it's at, at the World of Beers. No. Yonder it's pizza by shop. Bojangles. <laughs> Uh, no, no, doing? no, no. I, 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 I'll bring it up during the next break or so. You know, I'm glad you brought up chicken. Yeah. How can they close the Chick-fil-A, Merle's Inlet, probably one of the busiest Chick-fil-A's around, close remodeling because they're making two lanes oh, in, the su- in the summertime? Well, you know. Do you make you that much to, Do you make you, that much money? You let me have po- to get construction workers when you can get construction let me, workers. Let me tell you this. Up there in the northern end where I live, Next to the Hooters, you know, Chick-fil-A being such a Christian organized group decides to move their store next to Hooters, which I find to be hilarious. Yesterday I went there because I was too lazy to cook and it was too late when we got back from Virginia. But uh, the freaking place, you can't find it without a map. It was packed. Unbelievable. And you know what? I'm going to outlaw this one of these days when I'm elected to a political uh, position. You're gonna, are, you, are you going to run for I, a political no, position? No. The way I am, I'm just going to walk right in. There ain't no running yeah. involved. <laughs> He's going to just walk in and grab the gavel I, and I, start exactly. running. I'm here, okay? I, I'm in charge. Yeah, I'm here. But, you know, let's put it this way. I'm going to change the way fast food is delivered, okay? Number one. You're going to you're, deliver, you're gonna deliver it yourself? No, no, no. This is going to sound rather stupid, but... Every person who is at the counter will have a hat on with a star showing their experience level. One star is new, two, three, up to a five-star person. You pay extra to go to a five-star lane, but you get the fastest fast food in the business. And what you will be illegal when I'm in office. I don't know, but this does this sound discriminatory or it not? It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Get trained quickly, okay? That's the way I look at life. Now, the second thing is, is that pulling a list out of your pocket when you get up to the cashier is illegal. That throws you to the back of the slow line, the one-star guy. Don't you hate that, man? You're sitting there in line. Here's a guy in front of you, and he's sitting there looking like, oh, man, this guy's in for a burger, a Coke, and a fry, and I'm out of here. And he brings out a freaking list. That was you last night. No, I it was wasn't. behind your car no, last night. No, it was the lady in front of me who had 27 kids in the minivan who wanted each piece of chicken cooked individually a special way. Are you now, you sound in, you sound angry? I am. In, in reality, <laughs> it, it used to bo- it used to bother me a little bit. Yeah. It bothers me a lot more now in the modern era of the phone app where you can submit your whole order and just pick it up. There's no reason to go to the the, the store now with a list because oh. you can pull up the app. I do that at Sonic. Here it done, is. Here it and is. Just pick it up. I do my, that at Sonic. My, leave, my chocolate milk. Before we take this break, I'm gonna leave you with this thought. Michael will be the first one to have drone fast food delivered to his house in the pits, powered by Racing Junk. We'll be right back.
Got a cracked windshield? Oh, I can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians. Uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Got Axel Rod? Hey, this is Rick Roberts. An auto accident can turn your life upside down. I know. I've been there. Dealing with insurance companies, work issues, medical bills, all while trying to recover from your injuries. Well, guess what? Axel Rod lawyers, they'll fight to get you all the compensation you deserve. I know for a fact they won my case. Axelrod Associates are your local lawyers with over 125 years combined legal experience. Visit axelrod.com today or call them at 843-916-9300. Got Axelrod? Maximize your energy savings with a new energy efficient heating and cooling system from ARS Rescue Rooter today. Get up to $1,750 back when ARS buys back your old inefficient HVAC system. A free Nest thermostat, special financing options, and a one-year complimentary maintenance plan membership from ARS saves you even more money. Reduce your energy bill and keep your family comfortable all year long by calling ARS Rescue Rooter. Call 843-427-0777. License number M2842. Call ARS and Rescue Rooter. Showtimes with Shirley. What a great entry song this is. You ought to keep playing that the whole time she's uh, doing her thing. <laughs> just, here. just subtly in the background. Yeah, seriously. I think that'd be pretty cool. Although the, the better one for her would be Who'll Stop the Rain. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You're so funny. <laughs> Call him like I see him, yeah, We're like the three stooges with hats on and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I always called him Stoogies, and people corrected me for that. I, you know. Hi, Shirley. Yeah, hello. How are you? Good. How, how's the new hot rod? Oh, uh, well, we're still, you know, working on it a little bit before we take it out. Got to replace some hoses on it. You know, it's set for like four years, so it's. So we, it's, uh, you know, some of the, you know how the stuff sits and it uh Yeah, if you don't work, don't start up and it'll dry rot, sure. So so are they like the new nitro and blower hoses that you're... you're no. You're re- yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> you got a set of ladder yeah. bars on that thing and some Pro Street <laughs> slicks on the back? No. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Surely, I'm telling you, Saturday... Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll make this announcement right now. Gates open at 2. The track gets hot at 3. And I literally mean hot at North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip. So we're expecting you out there with the grocery getter, as we called them. And yeah, all we got to do is. Are we sure this Saturday? 
Well, weather permitting, North Myrtle Beach Drag Strip will be open this Saturday. Is this minus one of the 35? It's, we're not going to talk about that yet until we're authorized. Is this test in tune? Everything's test in tune. More okay. we're trying to test the track and tune up the equipment there. Right. So this week we're hoping to have the introduction of the world-famous drag racing Christmas tree. What a thought, you know? Is this yellow, 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 green? Is this two guys with six flashlights each? Uh, no, 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 no. Although, Michael, if you'd like, we could put you between the two lanes with a with a green flag. I'll do it. All right, scared. Yeah. Al, would you do that? In a heartbeat. In listen to this, Shirley. Yeah, but I wow. need some horsepower. I'm not talking about the grocery getter or my 32. I need some big horsepower. All right. How, so. how, how many times have you seen a Christmas tree get run over? Twice? No, never. I've seen it happen twice. Have you? Have yeah. you? Oh, really? probably about oh. a dozen times for me. I, I, I must race with I've seen more seen a couple yeah, of drivers. It's done right <laughs> now. We have like the concrete jersey barriers between the tree. Well, yeah. Before... You know, guys would leave. Next thing you know, clunk, take the tree out, and then end up going over the wall. Right. Yeah, or the ones I've seen have been more where something broke in the as they were starting to stage. Oh yeah, and it just hooked a left and jumped over the jersey barrier and hit the tree. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, wow. Shirley. Shirley, we're going to do the over under this week, knowing that the weather may preclude. Certain scheduled events. So we're going to base this on scheduled, scheduled events. events. Okay? So like today, <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, the Mission Barbecue was a scheduled event, even though I it believe became it's... unscheduled yeah. for whatever weather event you would it's like to blame it on. It, it was too, too hot. too hot to hang out in an asphalt parking lot in uh <sighs> Uh, hundred. What is a hundred and seven heat index? No. Way by the long. time by the time it gets to when you're getting there, it's gonna be down dirty. Like going 95. home. Now, did I mean, uh, Do you no, think you were going okay. at four o'clock? Do, right? do you think for one minute James yes, Dean said, "Hey, we can't go hang out down there at the Jimmy Cone"? Do you think that Don Gartlitz would have sat there back in the day and said, "You know what? It's a little too hot." Yeah, but it Don's, was still hot then. Don's not seventy years old. That's right. You got it. 70 to 80. You know, we, we got a uh, older oh. group. I ain't giving nobody oh. no heat <laughs> You know what? Now, see, the, the thing is, if you had if you'd held your cards close to the vest, you could have blown it off for rain as well because the rain's coming too. So, Rick. Oh, is the rain coming? I didn't know it was going to rain. Yeah, it's raining it's down It's raining here. in my hood. So, what rock star is famous for saying the words, hope I die before I get old? Roger Daltrey. Thank you. Okay. I'm not a Who fan. Who? 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 It's, who? It's who? a Who. It's a Who. <laughs> anyway. Scott Scott decided to uh, correct me, too. Uh, we play uh, Pinball Wizard. Of course. It was in the movie, but the actual song came out before the movie. It did. Correct. Okay. I didn't know that. Yes. So uh, learn something every day. Yes. Even Six, though I did love the movie. 1968, the Pinball Wizard. Yeah, but the movie was exceptional. I mean, all-star cast, if you remember that. Movie. I do. Yeah, yeah. and Margaret. Remember, Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret. Yeah. Anne Margaret is my celebrity crush. Still, to this day, she is... Not not getting off the subject real quick when we were talking about Anne. As it comes. Have you watched the series, The Offer, about the Godfather? 
Not yet. I want to gotta watch, watch it. But it anyway, so several of the people they they're in there like a like Frank Sinatra is supposed to be in there, but the guy that plays Frank Sinatra doesn't even look like him, and neither does the girl that's supposed to be Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret's hotter than this chick. You gotta have somebody hotter than Anne Margaret if you're gonna have somebody portray her. Nope. I, I, <laughs> Might as well just bring Ann Margaret back. I yeah, don't care. Because she's still smoking. Huh? It, it gets back to the age-old debate, Shirley. Were you a Ginger or a Marianne fan? You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody's, amongst, everybody's a Marianne Yeah, fan. we're all Marianne fans. You remember um, Ann Margaret? Ann Margaret. <laughs> when she was on the Flintstones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. seriously. Man. Again, we got Shirley. derailed. Shirley, aren't you glad it's too hot out to go outside so you got to sit yeah. there and listen to Imagine us? if you had us sitting out during the heat, Shirley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be inside it eating ribs like right now. Man, look at this. It sounds like you guys have already had a heat stroke. <laughs> I, I, I already had one yesterday because somebody went to I, Chick-fil-A with a large order. Shirley, I have not begun to defile myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at this. Shirley, you're not going to believe that. I waited online last night at Chick-fil-A behind Larry. He had a he was ordering from a list. No, it wasn't me. It was the woman in front of me in the stinking Honda minivan. You want her tag number? Because I took a photo of it. <laughs> if this woman's in front of you at a fast food restaurant, go to another one. Contact your local undertaker. Go, go you, to Lane. You two. may need that before you get your food. Have you guys tried their, like, uh, Southwest Grilled Chicken salad? Uh, uh, I did last night. Thank you. Is this a uh, advertising for that? I did the avocado lime dressing, as a matter of fact. Was it good? It was. Speaking of pinkies up. Now, Shirley, you would know this. Trivia question for today. Is there a Popeye's in North Myrtle Beach? I swear there's a Popeye's in North Myrtle Beach. I don't think so. No. 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 I there, there it's one it's not I showing think. up on the map, but I swore there was one. I'd right have gotten by a job Ed. there. <laughs> That's where you've been working at the end of the day. Um, where tar- where um, let's see, tractor supplies going? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I yeah. heard a Popeye coming. Yeah, well. I'll wait for the day. So, right, Shirley, so we're going to do over-unders. the over unders. Uh, I'll go first. Yes. Thank you. I'm picking 11. Nine. Nine. Rick. I'm going to say 13. Oof. I'm going to go 12. Okay, you ready? Yep. Drum roll. <laughs> Larry, you guessed it right. That's why Larry goes first. I could have sworn, you know, I was thinking, man, because I counted it beforehand as usual, but I thought, wow, we got 14 this week or something. No, I love it. Next week, Larry, you don't get to pick first. Hey, all right, you know what? Here's the you thing. You go last. Let's. I would say the, discount, the reason I discounted it is more people will be at the racetracks this weekend than they will be going to car shows. Larry O predicts. Doubts. Okay. Oh, is that what you predict? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shirley, we'll have to come up with some initials for some of these shows from now on, you know? Anyway, go ahead. All right, so Sunday the 19th, we have Cheesesteak U cruise in, and that's in Conway from 11 to 2 p.m. Also on Sunday, we have the Old Bull and Bush cruise in in uh, Myrtle Beach, and that's 11 to 2 p.m. The other one on Sunday is Planet Fun in Stars Grill Car Meet, and that's in Shalote from 2 to 5 p.m. 
Good show. Monday. Yeah, it is a good show. It really is. Uh, Matt does a good job with that. So Monday, June the 20th is Michael's Cruise Inn in Myrtle Beach from Scrap 4 to 7. Looking. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and then on the 20th also is Captain Archie's Cruise Inn in North Myrtle Beach, and that's 4 to 7 p.m. Tuesday, the 21st, is, of course, Mission Barbecue Cruise Inn, and that starts at 4 p.m. in North Myrtle. Weather and heat uh, provide, permitting. Um, get out of here. Um, okay, and also on Tuesday is Danny's Pizza Cruise Inn in Myrtle's Inlet, and that's 4 p.m. Thursday, June the 23rd, is Cars and Coffee at the Donut Man in Myrtle Beach at 6.30 p.m., any make and model. Uh, on the 24th, Friday, is Berkey's Cruise Inn in Myrtle Beach. That's 4 p.m. Saturday, June the 25th, is Franco's New York Pizza Cruise Inn. And that's in Myrtle's Inlet, 11 to 2 p.m. And the last one we have is uh, at Certified Automotive on Saturday. And that's 11 to 2 p.m. And that's in Long. And that's it. Now, isn't he doing his uh, dino night? So he's got a car show coming oh, instead of no, a dyno link. I don't know. It's just all I know. Certified Automotive Cruise at Myrtle Beach Car Club doing it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that could be an interesting event. That's where the young might meet the old. And what what day of the week is that, Shirley? That's on a Saturday. Oh. That could conflict that, with drag Is racing. that Saturday the 25th? Yes, it is. 11 to 2. Uh, we might have to add one. Okay. What time is the track open? 2. Oh, at 2. Okay, you can go to this and then run up to the track. There you go. And $20 to get in. That's right. Yeah. $20 in my pocket. I'm hunting. All right, so, Michael? Uh, there is also the first car and truck meet and greet at Kang. June 25th from 6 to 9 p.m. Is that authorized? Uh, I got it from Kang's. Got a whole little flyer and stuff. Certainly well, looks authorized. And Jason sent uh, it to me. That's in Conway, right? right? Is, yep. Yep. Is Too far to go. every week? Or? On a Friday night. I do not know that this is necessarily recurring yet. That is not. So for now, it's just a one-timer. Is it an open house or is it a meet? Says car, truck, meet, and greet. Oh, uh, okay. Big C Hot Dogs and Vending LLC will be there. Okay. Well, I didn't get a flyer on that one. Nope. Sorry. That's Shirley, okay. thank you. All, yeah, the, all of us at Showtime Glass, thank you for your efforts. And uh, keep your green flag flying, as we said. we got to come up on a break, okay? Okay. Thank you. Y'all have a great weekend. Adios. Great week. Pink too. Floyd High. In the pits, powered by Racing Jump. We'll be right back. She called in on the Hot Rod Hotline. The only place to call. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress. It happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, a $30 certificate to the Lobster House, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. 
I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep. Anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there. What's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass Money Machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at showtimeglass.us. Showtimeglass.us. Here's an interesting fact, Clay. The average real estate agent in the U.S. only sells a handful of homes per year. But Blake Sloan of Sloan Realty Group sold 780 homes last year, and he has almost as many five-star Google reviews. You know, Buck, I met Blake recently, and his exclusive strategic options are impressive. Think about it. Every seller has unique needs and circumstances. So when Blake sold 780 homes last year, he had to use 780 unique strategies. And that's how he's seen over 765 star reviews. Blake doesn't use the cookie-cutter approach to selling homes. He gives each seller the personalized experience they deserve, getting them the best results for their needs. That's why you should take our advice and work with an agent who thinks outside the box and doesn't try to fit everyone into the same mold. Go to BlakeSloan.com or Google Blake Sloan Real Estate to check out those five-star reviews. As an investor, you'll always need to deal with risk of some kind. But how can you manage the risk that's shown up in the recent volatility of the financial markets? The answer may depend on where you are in your life. For example, when you're first starting out in your career, with decades to go until you retire, you could take on a higher risk level as you invest primarily for growth. When you're in the middle stages, you might be saving for retirement and for your children's college education, so you still need to invest for growth but you'll also want to balance your investment mix. Then when you're closing in on retirement, you may lower your risk level by relying on cash and cash equivalents in your portfolio to meet your daily expenses for the next few years. Finally, when you're retired, you can help control risk by carefully monitoring how much you withdraw each year from your retirement accounts. By being aware that your risk tolerance can change over time, you can make better informed investment decisions at every stage of your life. This is certified financial planner, Jamie Crowland, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor in Myrtle Beach. Hey, welcome back, Grace fans in the pits, racing, rocking, and <laughs> racing, whatever, and an explosion of catastrophe. That is an absolute description of this fiasco. Man. Speaking of which, don't forget. years of doing this. Don't forget the opinions expressed during this fine radio broadcast are those solely of the members of the broadcast and have nothing necessarily to reflect on Dick Broadcasting, WRNN. Hot Talk 99.5. Nor do we represent any sane people here <laughs> on the Grand I agree. Strength. It has a lick you know of sense insanity has, on the planet. Insanity has a head on. We'd be a figure eight race if they moved us onto a track somewhere. You know what I'm saying? No. Or a backup derby. I'm not sure which. I think, Michael. I think we would be a tr- uh, uh, train race where they have three cars chained together. Oh, and, you know. 
That's my all-time that, favorite. Nah, be, better favorite. belt sander racing. And I, I wonder if our next guest knows anything about my favorite I'd racing. I'd be willing to bet that Aaron Creed has probably, at some point in his life, written a brief recap of a belt sander race that took place. I, you know what? Somewhere north of the border. Being that we're a betting show here for fun, <laughs> I'm going to say he probably has it. Aaron? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Nice to hear from you guys. Good to hear from uh, you, brother. You may not say that Can't in 10 say minutes. That I've ever written a recap for a belt sander race. Really? So, Dang. you know, just that bet. But I've seen train races and figure eight races and, and everything that you've been describing before that. So How about. I, I think I fit right in. School bus races are one of my favorites, as well as what do they call them in England, but over here where they put the uh, travel trailer on the back of your track and go around? It'll be a trailer car. race. Trailer race? Yeah. That's an inventive name. There, there has to be something attached to your trailer hitch at the end of the race in order for you to still be legal. Exactly. No. The best one is Combine Demolition Derby. Combine Demo Derby is pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. I, it's pretty slick. <laughs> And here Aaron thought he was a veteran journalist. And yeah, we're throwing all these opportunities. dropped it on him. Jeez. So... Aaron is a good buddy of mine. That's how we drug him onto this show. And I specifically brought him on while he is the PR director of the Super Cup Stock Car Series. My purpose for bringing him on today was the Jack Ingram Memorial. They have this first year race, which is now, after the success that it was this weekend, going to be an annual event uh, at Hickory Motor Speedway. And if nothing else has the coolest trophy that I have seen in a while, Hickory is really good at trophies, um, but the place was packed. Aaron, did, did did you sense before you got there Saturday that it was going to have that much of a buzz? Uh, I think leading up to it pretty quickly, the buzz grew. Um, you know, up until a few weeks ago, I knew it was on the schedule, but, you know, really, uh, you know, they've been hickory runs pretty much practically weekly so you know there's a weekly program that they have to focus on and i've had the opportunity to be up there on a few occasions this year um just mostly to hang out but uh but yeah it, once it started getting there was a lot of buzz that started generating within you know a, two or three weeks um of the event and just from you know all that surrounds the tribute to jack ingram you know one of the best short track racers ever and um you know dale earnhardt jr making an appearance and then a whole bunch of other dignitaries um and and historic figures in short track racing and, and nascar making an appearance um you know as as that continued to you know build some more i'm sure that built some more interest as it went and it was a big big night for hickory motor speedway the, the stands I don't know if I've seen them that packed um, in person before. I've seen, you know, previous videos, you know, of Bush Series races from the 90s and things like that where, where it had uh, that much of a draw. But And, and you know, the, the Cars Tour with their throwback event usually gets a really good crowd as well. But uh, this one, this crowd was just amazing. Yeah, it's the pictures I've seen of it were incredible. And it, the thing that I was curious about, it, it looked like, Junior made himself very accessible throughout much of the night, which I, I just kind of caught me off guard. Was that something that that you noticed? Because I've seen a ton of people posting pictures with him on social media. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did not get a chance to, to talk with him as as it was um, for for that particular night. I was 
mainly hanging out and observing from the stands. So I could only see. I know he stayed pretty much in the in the infield, um, you know, hanging out. But you know, there's so many competitors that are in there. They had a long autograph session for uh, for folks to to go and get his autograph, as well as many of the other competitors. He had former Bush Series champion Chuck Bound there, L.D. Ottinger. Um, there's so many. Harry Gant was there. I was so, going to say, did Harry you know, show up? Because he usually shows up at those big things. Yeah, yeah, he he was there. They nice. were doing you know interviews during the during the intermission period between qualifying and racing. That they had the autograph session went for about 45 or so minutes, which is impressive. But yeah, to go back to your to to what you pointed out, yeah, there's I've seen the same thing. You know, Katie Hedinger, who is moving up the ranks in in you know short track racing um i think it was i think she, either she tweeted or dale jr tweeted something about her um she had a bit of a rough night but uh, dale jr kind of came over and and said you know gave her some you know pointers and, and 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 advice on how to deal with you know those kinds of evenings uh my good buddy boo carlisle that races the street stock he, he traveled up there from georgia and and uh Dale Jr. came over to him and, watches, and told him that he watches his YouTube vlogs. Uh, and, you know, Landon Huffman, I know, which is uh, Rob, former track champion of Hickory, Robert Huffman's son, um, he was posting about, you know, talking with Dale Jr. as well. So, yeah, it's pretty cool when you have someone like that. And, and Dale's, you know, Dale's always known to be pretty down to earth. Um, he's extremely popular, so, you know, he can't be. Um, going around shaking everybody's hand, but it's pretty cool to see someone that humble. Um, you know, he's just one of the guys. <laughs> it's interesting because the last time I was at Hickory, we were run, running in the Hooters Pro Cup Series as part of the J&J Motorsports team out of Denver, and Joanne of the J was Earnhardt's first cousin, Dale Sr., and he would come into the shop when we were working down there, and then we'd load up the cars and go up to Hickory and get our donkey kicked by Kelly. (laughs) 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 And as a matter of fact, you know, one time she kicked everybody's butt so bad, about 15 of us went to dinner, and Senior came over and said, you know what, my daughter basically made a disgrace of all you guys, so we're buying dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And that's just the way the Earnhardt family's always been, and true ambassadors to the sport, and... uh, to see Absolutely. Junior out there because, you know, sometimes I hear stuff about Junior, you know, uh, Junior's only in it for the money, da 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 I don't buy that. I just don't buy that. Um, speaking of Junior Motorsports and money, they finished 1-2 in the race. Were they obviously the class of the field? Yeah, I guess you could say that. I, I know they didn't qualify um – on the pole, I believe. I, I forget who was on the pole now at this point. But but Barry started in third after qualifying. And, you know, it took him a little bit to get up there. And, you know, some of that might have been him knowing that he needed to conserve his tires. But there were there were some other competitors. Ryan Millington's always a threat there when he shows up. He was uh, – that was the driver that Josh Barry had to get the lead from. And then uh, the early leader was Isabella Robusto. And, and she's in one of the – I think it's the Rev Racing – uh, late models, and she led a good portion of that first part of the race, and uh, was very impressive out there. I think she ended up finishing sixth, which once again in a 28 car field, it, it just goes to show that the field that was there too was 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 quite impressive. I haven't been in person at a just a late model stock car event 
that's, you know, not necessarily sanctioned. It's just, you know, the weekly NASCAR race, uh, NASCAR sanctioned race that, um, I haven't seen one with a field like that since, um, Bobby Isaac Memorial several years ago that I attended. So, um, it's pretty cool to see it kind of go back to that. Um, and you know, they've, they've been doing really well this year with, with car counts and everything. There's a lot of, (laughs) a lot of, I guess you could say volatility going on in the country right now that, you know, might be keeping a few folks away. Um, but, you know, it, it seems to be pretty alive and well right now with, with how things are going. And, yeah, it was a, I guess you could say it was a predictable winner. But, you know, we all watch racing because that predictability isn't necessarily 100% certain. So you, you never know, even if someone that, that, that dominate, that's known to dominate and take a majority of the wins, something can go wrong or someone can step up and challenge them. Uh, it didn't happen in the end on, on this particular evening with Josh Berry taking the win and his, and his teammate Carson Quaffle finishing second, but, but it still was a, it still was a pretty good show. Yeah. Ber- Berry's good like that. He, he isn't one of those guys that goes out there and stinks up a show outside of the Martinsville late model race a couple of years ago where he led every single lap and it was a joke. Um, but for the most part, if if he's there, he he races just enough to stay where he needs to be to win a race. And he's not, you know, pulling out to a 15-car length lead or something. So it's uh, it was interesting, though, that it just, again, he shows up for – it's almost a David Pearson kind of thing, showing up for a bigger money, bigger events uh, these days, which I don't blame him. I, I the, the the Junior Motorsports Late Model Program is his baby, and I love the fact that Carson was on our show a couple weeks ago and even talked about the fact that that Josh is still around and still has his fingerprints all over that program because he's he's brought it up from – from the beginning so that is very cool well aaron we're uh running up against a break and i know you got some work to do in in your world as well but i just wanted to get an, an on the ground perspective of what the jack ingram waste was like um everything i'm reading everybody thinks this is going to turn into an annual event and kind of the crown jewel before south boston's fourth of july race do you kind of get that same sense yeah, absolutely. Uh, it does sound like, you know, with the success of the first one, that this could definitely become one of those mid-season major shows, which there aren't that many, just because, you know, everyone's kind of in the swing of things with whether it's running for car store points or running for the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts points and, and things like that. It, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of get caught in the middle of the season normally with just a bunch of your, you know, regular Saturday shows, and there's nothing wrong with that, but... Um, but it's cool to see some of these kinds of events kind of emerge. Um, like you said, the South Boston show and, and coming up in the July 4th weekend, that should be another good one. And, and uh, yeah, and then before we know it, we'll get to these end-of-season shows at, yep. at Martinsville yep. and Florence, and, and there's, a, there's a lot lot to come. You got it. Well, thanks once again. This is Aaron Creed on the line, our Super Cup Stock Car Series PR Director. We'll get him back on in a few weeks to talk about that series as well, which is really cool. He's calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline, and you're listening to the fastest show on your radio in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk.
Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this! Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family-owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Isn't it time to relax? Let's go to Elko. Elko Spas, Billiards and Pools. Hey guys, it's Kimberly Elko with Elko Spas, Billiards and Pools. Did you just move to the area or maybe you've lived here your whole life? Isn't it time to relax? The Elko Spas, Billiards and Pools team can help bring some relaxation and enjoyment to your family. The award-winning Elko team and store has been serving the Grand Strand for two decades. Shop local products, expertise, and service you deserve. Want it now? No worries. We have PDC spas in stock, above-ground pools, pool tables, and saunas. Don't forget about service and maintenance on your hot tub and swimming pool. The season is here. Visit the Elka showroom and store Monday through Friday and every Saturday, 9 to 5. Get started relaxing and find out why everyone is saying, let's go to Elko. Isn't it time to relax? Let's go to Hurricane season is officially here. Now is a great time to prepare for any weather-related outage. Ori Electric members can stay connected during an outage by adding a cell phone number to their account. By adding a cell phone number, members will be automatically opted in to Ori Electric's My Outage program. This outage text alert program provides a way for members to report outages and receive updates. Text the word OUT to 1-844-369-2767 to report an outage or text the word STATUS for an update. Again, that number is 1-844-369-2767. This month, any member who adds a cell phone number to their account will be automatically enrolled in the My Outage program and enter into a prize drawing for one of $550 electric bill credit. Existing My Outage participants will also be entered in the drawing. Members will have until 11.59 p.m. on June 30th to enroll. To update your contact info, log into your My Energy online account or visit oreec.info slash contact dash info. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Hey, welcome back, race fans in the pits, racing, rocking, and rotting radio show right here. Every Saturday, noon to 2 recorded earlier in the week so that Rick Roberts has the weekend off. Oh, see, now don't even uh, try to totally throw me untrue. under the bus, man. That's really? Totally untrue. That's so you can <laughs> so go off you and, don't have no, to come No, a- actually, you know what the real reason have was? to travel. No, you know what the real reason that I was told was? So that y'all could get your interviews in. There was a certain day that you could only get these interviews in yeah. before a race. Yeah. And, and we're still waiting on And them. you know what? That that not, he just threw you under the bus. That has not worked well because NASCAR has become so dysfunctional when it comes to the media. 
But, but I, I, welcome I'll, I'll to work, welcome to the world. Look, I'll work look, on the, that. The Carolina Country Music Fest was this past weekend, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, how many meet and greets did they have backstage? None, big zero, except for these small acts that nobody really heard of. The bigger acts now want to be paid to be to meet them. Used to be in country music, country music fans were accessible to their artists because that's what they were. Not anymore. Now they want to be paid. All right, so here's here's the goal. Our next guest has a quadruple race team at this point. Four cars. <laughs> she wants to be paid too. So when 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 they come to the track, uh, I need one to get th- some decals for th- those cars. Well, there's that. I mean, but, they're basically a two hauler team now. Well, no, no, and there's there's M and M's for a part of the team. Uh, let's see, there might be Kit Kat for another one of the teams and stuff like that. That has to be in the green room, ready for when Riverside shows up to race. Right, Barb? Uh, that sounds perfect to me. Okay. <laughs> Who's doing your PR? That's me. Yeah, now, absolutely. They, they also have a side hustle as a track drying crew. They do? That yeah. was kind of fun. Everybody <laughs> kind of took the car out that day and just kind of dried that track off. We actually had a really good time. My father-in-law had a hard time reaching the pedals. I told him, you know, usually shrink with age. So. Well, you know, we used to do that in drag racing. I don't know if you recall that, Al. National events, it'd get a uh, little little perspire on the track, maybe a little bit of rain. And what did we do? We took our rental cars. <laughs> up and down the track. Up and down. Yes. That's where yep. the phrase world's fastest, world's fastest car rental car yeah. was a rental car. Well, up and down the track. It was a lot of fun, you know. Six guys in a yeah, town when, car. When we used to set up autocross at good guy shows. Yeah. You use a rental yeah. car to check the, the track. Well, Barbara, let's get to what's hot on the lot first. Okay. Oh, what, yeah. So you got me thinking racing. Okay, yeah, so let's do our hot on the lot. Curveball. <laughs> I've got a 2013 Ford F-150, um, black four-door Super Crew, um, really clean, nice nice driving truck, um, eight-cylinder gas. It is, retails at fifteen three forty. I have it for twelve nine ninety nine. No kidding. Good deal. Yeah, how, many, how many miles? It has 190,000 miles on it, but I do have all the service records for it. No accidents, clean car facts, all the maintenance records. Larry, that has your name on it. No. No, Larry's no. going to two-door. a step-side Chevy. Pickup. I want a step-side yes. two-door Chevrolet short bed with a nice little 350 in it. Come on, I got an Aztec and, for you. No, I don't want And Aztec. what color unicorn do you want, Larry? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I, since I have friends in the painting and pinstriping business... Wait a minute! You call them your friends. Well, since okay, since 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 I can because I know. Up, hold on, Larry's got a big enough checkbook that he has yes. friends. <laughs> you like that one, Rick? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember when he was here last time? He didn't bring donuts. They wouldn't let him in the door. Oh. That, that's okay. That's okay. Still waiting on my res. Yeah, it's coming. It's <laughs> me coming too. That's the official drink of uh, Riverside Racing. <laughs> let me tell res. you, that's some good stuff. That's, you, that I, is good stuff. Only you would know. Not us. The problem is there is well, a, no, no, there no. Is, you there is a shortage of some of the ingredients and the oh god, here we go, roof. here we uh, go. Shortage. So in other words, the low flying plane from Nicaragua no. can't get across. <laughs> no, no. We're working. I told the, you the Larry, bale, the can't get that sank. guava. Can't get that guava over across. The, <laughs> the, Larry's working on the powdered one. Yeah, the powdered one. Yeah, the powder sank in the Gulf of Mexico. So Barbara, let's shift gears real quick here. Now that we got okay. the truck out of the way, um, yeah. Kevin. The driver. Yes, my driver, yes. Can- cancer patient. He, he does. He's got stomach cancer. 
And that yet he, he's currently being treated for, yeah. He, he comes up from Florida to race the family vehicle. Yes, he does. Uh, every other weekend he's here. He'll leave on a Friday about 6. He'll get in at about between 12 and 1 in the morning, sleep in, and meet us at the track at about 10 o'clock. And working on public relations with his fellow drivers, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, this past weekend? Yeah. No? yeah. They're actually they're good friends of ours, um, Dwayne Weatherford and the Locklayer racing team. Um, they were... They were instrumental this weekend. They really did give us a hand, and um, I was referring to a fellow driver. Which yeah. one? The one that tried the, to catapult in the car. Twenty nine. Oh yeah, he's. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> we almost pulled some Bowman Gray up in that, Dylan, on Speaking, Saturday night. But uh, did that's, you see that's the video from Bowman Gray? Which one? They're all fantastic. Oh, the dude this weekend did a pile driver on a guy off the car. Did you see the girls fighting in the stands? This oh, that happens. That Gray? happens every week at Bowman Gray. Oh, you just gotta love those North Carolina women. But this dude, literally, <laughs> the guy comes out of the car, and the other guy's already on the hood of his car, and I the did guy see that. grabbed him and flipped him upside down and pile drove his head. In I the hood swear of his car. that. Let's go. I'm ready to go now. I swear to God, this. I'm gonna say that my driver, he, he probably has more class than that, just because he could outdrive him is probably why he tried to take us out. But just be more concerned about the women in my pit than you are my driver. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely true. Let alone the dog. <laughs> For sure. I think Vince McMahon has his hand in Bowman Gray as far as I'm concerned. There's there's some entertaining stuff that goes on at that track well, for sure. Barbara, we, you know, we're coming up on the break at the hour here, so I'm going to have to let you rock and roll, but let's make plans real soon to get Kevin to call into this show and uh, – he said he's ready, willing, and able. You just tell him when. Okay. Sounds good, Barbara. Appreciate you calling right. in. Everybody, Riverside Auto Sales and Repair Center up on the Highway 9 in Loris, South Carolina. This is the first hour of this darn here radio show. One more hour to go. One more hour to go. Yes, yes. Burden, burden, burden. And I'm not leaving. You're not leaving? <laughs> okay. That's for you. We, we had a good we time. We had fun after. with that. Yeah, last. when you left last week, Al, that was a lot of fun. I know that. I listened to the last 45 <laughs> minutes. So for five times, which you exact. got, Which you got to hear because Rick we Roberts, weren't preempted by baseball. Rick Roberts heading off to Bojangles after this show. There is no Popeyes in North Myrtle Beach. Al Liebman, Mike Neftis, Larry O saying, buckle up because we want you back in the next hour. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main. The best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts. Where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood. Helping racers in their time of need. Now. Here's the pit crew.
Hey, welcome back, race fans, and of course, Hot Rodders. Tuners, our tweakers. number due for Jet you, cars. for our friends from Montreal. Our due ghosts for those from south of the border, where this week's yeah. NASCAR winner hails from. The first Mexican NASCAR Cup Series winner ever. How do you like Ta-da. that stuff? Ta-da. And you know, you could feel the momentum building for Daniel Suarez all season long. I mean, he has just been a stout right footer. And did you also see that Mexico is the only country that has a winner in Formula One, IndyCar, and NASCAR? Yes. Yes, exactly. Pretty cool, really. Yeah, man. You know, I... I think it's a great thing for the sport, personally. I'm really happy for Daniel. I mean, I've known Daniel for a long time, and I've always appreciated the fact that he's a sponge. I mean, when he, in whatever levels he's been in, he's not afraid to go ask for help. He's not afraid to put somebody else in his car and let them go turn laps and see if they're, you know, if they can do something better. But if you look at his historic results, Almost every time that he went to a track and came back to a track, he was better the second time. Oh, yeah. And he is he is just constantly getting better. I don't think he gets enough credit for being the champion that he already is. And in the right situation, which I think he's now in, who knows what he can ultimately pull off. And the other thing is, you got to give him respect. He took down Michael McDowell. One of the tallest, biggest racers in NASCAR. He got a little torqued at him there. Was a couple years ago. A couple and, years ago, and yeah. just flattened him. You know, so he's uh, he's he's a consummate racer. And you know what, he, Al, you you'd appreciate this. You know what, racing junk is in his garage. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. I heard about that. Beatles. Him and I know his dad. he has a bunch of them. He's a huge, huge. Be- That's his daily driver's a Beetle, an old one, like a '58 or '59. I mean, it's just just a great guy. I should uh, I should turn them on to a place I went to see uh, in Lincolnton. Saw four chopped, shortened VW buses. Oh wow! Twenty three windows, sixteen window buses. Kind of unique, but we'll get into that. A there little was bit later. one on. Is Facebook. that the ones where the the wheelbase is like six feet? Yeah, I mean maybe one was maybe like maybe eight or whatever. I mean they were a little, they're shorter than the normal size one, but kind of unique. There was like yeah. three or four. I of them. Saw There's one of those in Albemarle, North Carolina. That's a uh, advertisement for a uh, exterminator. Okay, and it's yellow and it's literally like six feet long. Well, there's one down in like what is it uh, Surfside that's sitting in front of one of the that's beach a limousine. Places. Yeah, that's a stretch. Yep, the 21 window bus. Cha-ching. Is, is a six wind a six figure vehicle at this point. Yep. I had least. a lady, if, and I'm sure you guys remember Meekum three years ago, four years ago, where they had two 21 windows. One yep. went for almost two hundred thousand. One went for like a hundred and seventy something thousand. The lady with the hundred and seventy thousand dollar 21 window came to Hippie Fest for me. I had my little car show at the Hippie Fest thing, and she brought that that 21 window to the show. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, amazing, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous car. Back in my day, you just took the body off of them and put a roll cage on them and run around the and, pine trees in South and Jersey. The thing, the thing that was I thought was truly awesome about that vehicle, just from the overall shape of it, but was all the weather stripping. Because weather stripping on those cars was terrible and would just rot out and fall out. And they had that thing. I mean, it was pristine. It looked like it had just rolled off the factory. What's the name of that rubber stripping com- weather stripping company? Steel? Steel in yeah. Denver. Yeah. In Denver, yeah. Jeez. 
probably made a fortune on those yeah, things. Guaranteed. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, what was really cool, though, was I watched the truck race with Andy Lally calling the race. Yep. Known Andy a long time. Trying to get him on this here I radio I know, me show. too. But, uh, you know, he's a good guy, great racer. I mean, uh, the consummate, uh, um, what do they call those drivers now? Road course ringer. Yeah, the Although ringers. they don't really have road course ringers anymore. That's part of the problem. Um, but I am proud to see that he just made the announcement he's going to be in that car that he ran in Portland yep. um, the rest of the year, all the road course races for the Xfinity Series. So that's yep. good for him. Exactly. Glad to see it. But, yeah, that's that's one of the things that's almost hurt the road course racing at the cup level is that everybody does it well now. You used to have six dudes that could race, and the rest of them were just there biding time till the next race. You know, it wasn't a well, – a thing and now everybody's focused on speaking it. of switching did you hear that the press conference this past weekend up at sonoma one certain former nascar driver road racer got up and asked kyle larson what the possibility would be of him running in the indy 500 and that was boris said so i think there's something going on there I think you'll see Kyle probably in the Indy 500 next year. I mean, I, I don't. I've always thought that it's going to happen. Yep. He's he's the ideal person to do the double, you know, yep. just from his versatility. I mean, you can see Christopher Bell do it too, but Larson's ideally the the best choice at it. Yeah, I think I think plus he's got that certain passive aggressiveness. I don't even know how much passive it is. He just makes it seem like it's not yeah, very aggressive. Seem- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anybody that can drive as smooth and as fast as he does. I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Yeah, From so. the back of the field less. Yeah. yeah. Well, watch me lose a tire, have four guys suspended from my team, and then finish in the top ten. You know? Just- yeah, but speaking of, I still got the wristband on from the, the double-down showdown at Millbridge three or four weeks ago where he yeah. started 12th in the micro race and won and then started next to last in a midget race and was running third when they had a red flag with four laps to go. And I think his tire pressure just got too low, and he sailed it into the cushion and flipped it. You know, on the stream when we put this show up, we still have a lot of listeners up in the, up in the northeast, and I want to give a big shout-out to my good friend Chase Dietz, 358 sprint car racer, second-generation now racer in the 410 series and won Williams Grove for the first time. His That's first cool. 410 race nice. was a win was at Williams Grove, which is not something that's easy yeah, to that's do. Yeah, that's a great that's place a great to get a first win. Oh, my God, man. That's, I, I don't know. Nothing against any track, any place else. But, man, drop me in central Pennsylvania for about 10 days. I'll be fine. Matter of fact, I'll hitchhike to the track. Now, I know you do your best to try to make a list of important races on your – time clock for us for the show mm-hmm. um i'll cut you a little slack that you missed the eldora million yeah, well i didn't <laughs> i didn't see it it was it was all, it was all over facebook it was a show i mean jonathan davenport owned it but man it was it was a race big kudos to my buddy nick hoffman yep um raced his way into it then unfortunately the the car didn't function well so he ended up bailing out the second you know, next to last in the show but little old nick hoffman making the million was pretty darn neat um i was trying hard to get jonathan on but again he's at belleville where they're running back-to-back twenty-five thousand to win races well, this is ohio to, speed week today and tomorrow week, well this belleville's in uh missouri oh okay close um, enough yeah ohio speed weeks is for sprint cars 
But he won last night. And then tonight, apparently, which, again, we're recording this on Tuesday, so you're hearing this on Saturday, and it's going to be old news. But they decided to run on the quarter-mile low-bank track for the race this evening rather than the high banks just because I think I, they viewed it as a safety. I've game. had the privilege of going to Eldora twice. It's an amazing Once the prelude to the dream, which was all these races. Cruz Pedragon was there. Ronnie Caps was there. Dean Scusa was there. Uh, all these guys Selzy were racing. ran it. So yeah, Gary Selzy ran it. Um, <laughs> just phenomenal to watch these guys. And some of those drag racers are pretty stout. Yeah. Late model yeah. racers. Yeah, Selzy... And his son Dominic, yeah, Dominic, yep, cut their teeth Dominic, big time. In Dominic's time. hilarious, man. Yeah. If, you, if you're looking for a good Twitter follow, Dominic on Twitter is a hoot. He he, he he has no filter. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but so, so anyway, Davenport won again last night. So after cashing a check for a million two thousand and twenty two dollars, he turns around. Well, he had also won the previous night in the the prelude to the million. Yeah. Um, for 25000 which Chris Ferguson also won one of those, was nice. Um, but, yeah, million-dollar payday, second one. I was really hoping Don O'Neill's little kid was going to was gonna pull the O'Neill double on that deal. Um, ended up third in the race, but it was it was just fun to watch. It was yeah, crazy. you know, it's uh, we need more dirt here in South Carolina. Yeah, we do. And you then know? the dream, unfortunately, got rained out. So they're coming back in September or something. Yep. Which I found very odd. But only dirt I see in South Carolina is when they take the trees down and build new housing developments. Right behind my house. Yeah. Not up where I live. No. Nope, not by me either. Nope, 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 nope. Hey, by the way, There's have no you, land left where your house have is. Have you purchased that uh, little boat that you were going to buy for? I'm looking online. Uh, I found one. You found one? Send yeah, it I to did. me. I'm ready yeah. to go uh, take it to the lake. There's be- so, so basically, he's getting ready to try to sell you a dinghy. No, 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 no. You're getting a kayak? Here, here's, there's two of them for sale. One of which Paddle will boat? be the decoy, okay, which will be, it's a, it's a Chinese junk. Boat, you know what I'm saying? With homemade sails, okay. the whole thing. You put that out there, and the neighbors, oh, look at Al out there with his nice little sailboat. <laughs> Goes his little powered jet boat. <laughs> so, eons ago, I went fishing with my buddy Dale down in uh, Lanier, at Lake Lanier in Georgia, which in the summertime is just lunacy. I mean, there's a billion boats out there. And we are way back up in one creek arm in the morning fishing, and it gets close to lunchtime, and we're going to make a move. And we come rolling out into the main lake, and there's 8,000 boats all going different directions, jumping wakes, flying all over the place. And right in the middle of all of them is a little guy in a junk. It's about eight feet long. It's got three different masts with, like, nine sails on it. And he's just going down the lake at like a half a mile an hour oh while boy. all of these other things are just flying around him. It was one of the most unbelievable things I have ever seen. Well, again, we can get into the uh, discussion and debate some other show. Matter of fact, David Wehunt was out this weekend, I think in Arizona or someplace, racing Purple Haze. Did fairly well. So we'll have to get him in the studio and we can talk about he boat must, races. He must have a big sponsor. No, himself yeah but pretty much it's all out of david's pocket so yep, i believe so yeah just uh and he builds his own motors and everything else so it'd be great to sit there and watch him get a little bit more money in this we're coming back in the next episode and in this next uh 
block with Jay Wentz from the Wentz Motor Company. Look that up. Um, Beautiful downtown Danville. Danville, Virginia? Yeah. You know what Danville, Virginia is famous for? The Dan River. That's correct. And And what else? Paper mills. Tobacco. Right. Well, well, we'll get more of that from Jay because that's where he was born and raised. And we're going to talk about a history of his father. His father used to race against Bobby Allison. You know, it's interesting because that is less than 10 miles from a little piece of heaven on earth, according to Paul Newman, Virginia International Raceway. And uh, just made arrangements to go up there in September when IMSA attacks the track up there, which is a great event. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We need to get Al a glass-bottom kayak. That yeah. would be fun yeah. to paddle around <laughs> the old neighborhood in. A glass-bottom kayak. Yeah. Well, you could get him a glass-bottom paddle boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because his little his little <laughs> pond that he lives, uh, I mean, little lake or whatever you want to call that, that's about what he'd need. Yeah, he doesn't need anything with a motor on it. I can promise you that. I'll tell you, up at the up at uh, Blowing Rock, the lake in front of the resort that we stayed at was just incredible. And there's guys out there fishing. The lake Lure? No, no, no. We were in like uh, Chanta or something. I'll look it up during the break. It was a beautiful place. It was old. It looked like Maggie Valley's up there at Blowing Rock. It, it looked like dirty dancing had moved south is what it amounted to. What are you trying to say? It's just one of those beautiful <laughs> places up in the mountains. Trying to say that if you'd been there, you'd have seen him holding up Charlene. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what, though. They had the biggest <laughs> tent I've seen outside of a circus there for the Blues uh, and Jazz Festival that was going on up there while we were there. So pretty cool stuff. In the pits, we're going to Is that the one you sent me the picture of? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Jay Wentz coming up next. Ryan Ellis after that. We'll be right back on the Hot Rod Hotline. Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax. Relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Hi, I'm Rick from Merle's Inlet Seafood, and I'm here to thank you for your continued patronage at my store. Over the last year and a half, many of you have learned just how easy it is to prepare fresh seafood at your home, and just how much less expensive it is than the alternative. As we get ready for summer, I want you to know that we have the first fresh local jumbo shrimp of the season. Local grouper season is also now in full swing. And my fishing friends in Alaska are providing me with some beautiful halibut, cod, and haddock. Local fishermen are also providing fresh vermilion and pink snapper, jumbo flounder, mahi, and wahoo. So, as you've learned, there is just no substitute for a home-cooked fresh seafood dinner. 
So please make plans to come and see us again soon at Merle's Inlet Seafood on the south end of Old Merle's Inlet in the big red building across from Nance's Restaurant, where our seafood was swimming yesterday. It's game time with North Star Financial and the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Join Patrick Monroe of North Star Financial for a free event at Pelicans Ballpark. Patrick will show you how to build a winning lineup, a winning financial lineup, that is, all while avoiding retirement's little curveballs. The event starts at 4 in the luxury skyboxes. At 6, dinner is served. Then at 7, sit back and enjoy all the on-field action with the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Like the Pelicans, you've worked hard for years to make your dreams a reality. And like the team relies on a coach, you can rely on your financial coach, Patrick Monroe of North Star Financial. Space is extremely limited for this event, so reserve your seats right now. 843-839-0862. That's 843-839-0862. Or reserve your spot online at northstarnavigator.com. That's northstarnavigator.com. Join us June 14th or Wednesday, June 29th with the Pelicans, and it's completely free. So call now and learn how to retire right. That's a home run. Hit a home run with North Star Financial and the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Hey, welcome back, race fans. Into Pitts Racing Radio, Saturdays, noon to 2, right here, Hot Talk 99.5. Talk about hot. The beach is hot. Big Al. Looks like Garth over here. Yeah, I don't know what ago. I don't know what Michael well, will do there. Dr. Feelgood going on, man. Come on. Unbelievable. It's hot at you never the beach. Saw, you never saw that at Bandstand, I'll tell you that no, much. Not no, not at all. Not, not even all. on Soul Train, Michael. Huh? I don't know where you're coming from. Hey, 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 wait a minute now. Rick Roberts running the board. I've seen some stuff on Soul Train. So have I. Let me tell you, when Earth, Wind, and Fire hit that stage, they threw down. What were you giving away to uh, Purple Rain? uh, Yes, the Purple purple Madness. madness. And if anybody wants to go to the show at the House of Blues, June 24th, come by the station. We'll give you free tickets. House of Blues. And there you go. Who is the host of Soul Train? That was Don, Don Cornelius. Cornelius. That's correct. Don hey, Rick, Cornelius. He had hair like this. Yes, he did. <laughs> until until the later years when yes. he decided so he to trim it down. He started to get a little, a little exactly. patchy, yes. and then he shaved it down. Oh, man. <laughs> Larry's, Larry's like, where where are we going with this? Speaking about you know, hair, I opened Larry, up my, brought, Larry brought it up first. That was my big mouth that did that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, Speaking Larry about hair. First. Yeah. How's your tw- how's your five dollar haircut, Larry? Hey, let me tell you, my ten dollar affordable haircut cut by Nicole. Let me tell you, when I walked in there, she now has three hairstyles, and they know not to touch my head because they're not Nicole. So for ten bucks nine ninety five, I get this fabulous haircut that you would have to go probably to New York City. Matter of fact, my niece, who's a it was uh, in the coiffure business in Philadelphia. I looked at it over I the weekend. I think we need to tackle you and just shave your head. You know, I was going to do that for St. Baldrige to uh, to do that. But uh, Al gets up. He's like, oh, you know. So both of us, Al, over the last week have both been to Danville, Virginia. Me for different reasons than you. Uh, and I did business not, reasons. You well, know, no, I was over there doing a little bit of business myself over at Radical Race Cars at VIR. So, uh, but you know, it's not like running a hot rod around that track up there. 
But joining us on the Hot Rod Hotline is the one and only Jay Wentz. Jay, how's it going, buddy? Going good today, man. Hope you are. Oh, man, it's another day at the beach, buddy. How bad could it be? Hot as heck here. It's yes, humid. sir. It's, it's, a, it's a, a moist heat. That's the problem. It's a moist heat? Yeah. So, Larry, you said you wanted a Chevy pickup. What, what are like an 85? No, 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 no. I got to make a deal with it has to have, if it's going to be my double D, it's got to have airbags in it. So it's got to be a 2000 and newer. But uh, yeah, no, I'm Jay. Jay was, I was trying to help you out with Jay, but Jay doesn't do anything that new. No, no. Let's divert. Let's go back to Jay. He's the hot rod builder here. Not, um, not my daily driver. Jay, how's business, man? Well, it's pretty good. I, uh, uh, we already were kind of regular. I wouldn't say we were way behind, but we were certainly selling chassis, and we did that run to the Sun show down there, and we sold a couple off of that off of that show. But then we got hooked up with this Al Liebman guy. I don't know if Trouble. you've ever heard of him. Trouble. Yeah, and he's working with some. Uh, racing junk and hot rod hotline websites and we put some ads up and honestly i didn't think they were going to do much and we sold like uh i think we sold seven chassis in six or seven days and it's uh phone still ringing so rick please make sure you record this section right here because al's gonna need <laughs> yeah. this on it, a loop. I, it is being recorded I, I, need, I need to send this to the powers to be i think it's time for a raise <laughs> So, hold on. So it's it's very funny. So we were you know run to the sun and I'm jumping in for a second, Jay, and it's kind of like the last day, and I'm kind of tired. I never got to the last row, and then I, I walk down and I see Jay and his sons, and I'm looking at Jay and I'm saying this guy looks familiar, but I'm I'm like man, this this is a pretty neat chassis here, this is pretty neat front end stuff here, and we start to talk and. I guess uh, we kind of jive a little bit because uh, Jake kind of remembers me, my name, and how long I've been around the Hot Rod Hotline in the early days. And next thing you know, I, I get him signed up on Racing Junk. I get him into a dealer storefront, and he calls me, and he says, my phone is ringing off the hook. I said, for what, bill collectors? He said, no, I'm selling a lot of chassis. So I go online, and I look at the ads. Usually when you're placing an ad for, you know, even a automotive part chassis whatever you're gonna have a f few pictures whatever jay has one picture one paragraph and a phone number <laughs> keep it simple stupid right but then i go to his i go to his back office stats and i'm looking five clicks 10 clicks 140 clicks and he has only been up a couple days and he told me it sells like five chassis in you know in a week which is totally unheard of but like I said, Jay, I, I went, came to your shop. I you know, spent some time with you and your son. I see the work you guys do. And, you know, everybody, a lot of other guys make chassis, but these other guys are out a trillion weeks, and you can, you know, get them done in a quarter of a trillion weeks. Wow. Yeah, right now we're, uh, we're, we're at about 12 to 14 weeks right now. But, um, I mean, literally – I had to tell a guy yesterday not to come because he wanted to come and put a deposit down on another uh, Tri-5 Chevy chassis, and I think we've got five or six of them sold right now. And I just had to tell him, you know, put him off for a, a week or so. But, uh, yeah, it Al, I could not believe uh, 
I cannot believe what that website did because I really wasn't expecting it to do anything like that. And that's the reason when it started, my phone started just ringing off the hook. I got it on silent right now, by the way, because I'll get a call during this. But, uh, yeah, so we're we're busy trying to get in a new building. Um, and, you know, the kind of problems you run into with that. But, anyway, we're... Uh, we're working every day in the shop, and we actually, it's, it's, I know y'all were talking about the weather. The heat index is 104 degrees here today, so we worked from uh, 6 this morning till 2 and took off at 2 o'clock. We're going to try that for the next few days because it's really supposed to be hot for a while. 101 in Myrtle Beach right now. Okay. Yeah, well, y'all are... Y'all got a, a cool front coming through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we got an ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. AJ, a- so, you know, spent some time with you, you and the boys' dinner. Um, your your grandson had a great time. And you were telling me about Wentz Motor Company, you know, I think it's 1948. And while I was in your shop, you introduced it to your dad, and really nice guy. And then we sat down for dinner. And you told me about the racing history um, with yourself and, and what your, how your dad started. And I mentioned it to Larry and, and to Mike, and their kind of jaws dropped a little bit. They said, really, we need to know a little bit more about this. So uh, we'll get back into the chassis business. But tell us about, you know, your racing and your, your family and, you know, the history around you guys had around Danville. Well, and, it, and yeah, that's, that's cool. But I want to bring something up real quick about that. So we're at the Myrtle Beach show, the Run to the Sun show, and this guy comes walking in the booth, and and I was like you, Al. I was like, I know this guy. I know I've known him for a long time, but I can't think of who it is. And it was David Ift, who used to be a crew chief in, you know, in Winston Cup and was for a long time. In fact, David Ift is one of the best crew chiefs that's ever been around NASCAR. And so we got to talking and uh, he's doing the same thing now we're doing. He's just kind of building hot rods and stuff with one of his sons. But so my when I was born, 1961, my dad was just beginning his racing career in NASCAR. And he was running like the hobby stock division or whatever you want to call it at uh, South Boston Speedway and South Side up in Richmond and all those tracks, and uh, he went on to then graduated up to the late model sportsman and modified divisions and raced in that all through the the late 60s and early 70s. And then in the early 70s, um, NASCAR had a division they called the Grand American Division, which was, it wasn't, they later used that name, and it was mainly road course races. But the Grand American Division back then in the late 60s, early 70s, was Mustangs, Camaros, and stuff like that. But And they did run some road course races, but they ran a lot of oval races, too, on the same weekends as, as the Winston Cup stuff did. So he ran that for a few years, was pretty successful. I think we finished third or fourth at Daytona one time. Um, and so he decided to go cup racing or grand national racing. It was back then. 
and uh, we did that. We we initially ran a '72 Monte Carlo. We were racing when the NASCAR basically went from big blocks to small blocks. So when we started racing, everything was 427s, and uh, and the Petties were running at 426 and all that. Well. We raced a few years, and then they went to small blocks, and everybody. I remember uh, Cecil Gordon, who's at Childress now. Uh, we raced with him every weekend, and, and when we first went to the small blocks, him and several other guys, they were blowing them things up almost every week. And so my, we ended up, I think, with the – I was telling you, with the Laguna – car it was like what 73 74 5 somewhere along mm-hmm. there and he finished racing up in like 70 it was either 76 or 77 uh 76 i think we were racing at martinsville um the story i told you it was a fall race and he blew an engine that uh, took the wall down going into the first turn and got out of the race car and said he was done. That was it. Um, he did drive a few more times. Buddy Arrington got hurt, and uh, he got hurt at Talladega. And he was actually in the Danville Hospital when he called my dad, and me and my dad went over there, and uh, him and Joey were in the room, and he asked my dad to drive his car for a few races. So I know he drove it at Darlington, I believe he drove it at Rockingham, two or three races. And then at that point, um, that was pretty much the end of his racing career. So, you know, I'm I'm two or three years old all the way up until I'm 17 or 18. All I, all I knew was racing. Uh, people, my friends pick on me now about, have you seen so-and-so movie? Like, uh, Wizard of Oz, for instance. I'm like, no, I've never seen Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but I can take you to any racetrack east of the Mississippi River. Because <laughs> that's where I grew up. I grew up going to all the racetracks, you know, with a race team. If if my dad and the team were going to the track, I was going with them. I wasn't going to stay at home. What So, so what, what other classes? I know when your dad retired, you decided to do some other types of racing. And you were involved with some really high-end, um, high-dollar guys that would pay big money to go drive the cars you were with, correct? Yeah, we. So when when we when we got out of racing, my dad started uh, building a hot rod, and I started building a hot rod, and then we opened a company here in Danville called PNJ Automotive, and and we built tons and tons of hot rod chassis and and did a lot of other work and that kind of thing. Well, so I got, I became friends or had kind of been friends with a lot of the racing guys. And it was funny. I ran into Ward Burton one day and Ward said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm really not doing anything in racing right now. And he said, would you like to crew chief? And I said, well, I hadn't thought about it, but you know, maybe. So long story short, um, I didn't do anything with Ward, or his. it was his son, actually. But I started crew chiefing on the Hooters uh, circuit with a guy from around here named Stacy Purrier. Stacy 
race for a long time. If, if you know much about South Boston, that's where he's from, and he, he raced down there for does. years. <laughs> yeah, still does. That's right. And so uh, Stacy and I ran the Hooters division, and uh, Toby Robertson, who was Wayne Robertson's son, if, if you remember T. Wayne Robertson from R.J. Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was – yeah, well, Toby was T. Wayne's son, and we were leaving uh, Lakeland, Florida, and we were actually sitting in a restaurant Sunday morning eating, and Toby came over, and uh, he said, are you going to crew chief? That was the last race of the season, and he wanted to know if I was crew chiefing for Stacy next year, and I said, I don't know what I'm doing, and he said, would you be interested in crew chiefing for me? And we talked, um, but... Over the winter, uh, got an opportunity to go uh, IMSA racing. It's now IMSA. I think they called it Grand American back then. And I began engineering a prototype in the uh, IMSA division. And we ran, you know, the full season for two or three seasons in a row. This would have been the around... 2000 or late 99 around 2000 something like that and i ran it was grand american when we started but we ended up uh in about oh three or four i think imsa had had taken it over by the end or they had combined or exactly what they did and so in the process of doing that, I, I met a, a guy named Price Cobb, and I know y'all all know who Price Cobb is. He won the 24 Hours of Le Mans in one of those Jaguars. And he's he's probably not as famous around here, but in any road racing, Price Cobb is – he drove for Rob Dyson. Um, and they he, he's just a he's, – and he's a good guy on top of that. And so Price wanted to go, me and him, start a race team together. And we did. And we worked with, um, there was another guy that was part of the team named Ken Erb. And we had a team called Velocity Motorsports. And um, we ran in the, the, the Pro Mazda series, the, I think it was the Star Mazda series, but the division we ran in was the Pro Division um james davison who has run a lot of he's run the indy 500 several times but he's run a lot of nascar cup series stuff in the last few years uh, james was one of our drivers from australia um v8 supercar guy. guy yeah oh yeah he his well his cousin will davison is still, still running, running the v8 yep. supercars exactly yeah and and his dad um James's dad. Funny story about James's dad. Um, James's dad used to run the, uh, the Sandown Speedway over in Australia, and James's grandfather actually was an F1 racer. I, I didn't know that until you know we got to working with him. But James's dad comes over here, and he's like a he's about six four or five, probably weighs about two eighty ball-headed, and this guy, you have never seen a human being who was as red as this guy is. He is just almost glowing red. Well, Tyler, 
my youngest son, Al, you'll get a kick out of this. Tyler's probably nine or ten years old at the time. And we see him. We see him because we see Mr. Davidson because we're going out to eat. His name is John, J-O-N. And uh, Tyler pulls me aside. He said, Daddy, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> I said, I said, what do you mean, son? He said, he looks like Satan. He said, what's wrong with him? Because <laughs> he was just like glowing red. And uh, I said, well, he's been out in the sun a lot, which we had. We'd been we'd been testing somewhere that day. Mr. Davidson, one of the nicest, kindest human beings you ever met. But uh, he just scared Tyler to death because I guess he was just big and and he was so sunburned or whatever that day. It's amazing. But, yeah, we we ran a guy named uh, Jamie Morrow, who is a McLaren test driver um, for for the not for the McLaren F1 team, but for the McLaren road car division. He's also test drove. He sent me a video one day. He was test driving a Bugatti. Um, the, I don't know how these guys get paid to do this stuff for a living, but that's what he was doing. Big money. and Yeah, big money. And so, anyway, back to the racing stuff. So, we're racing in Pro Mazda. We, we, ran, a, we ran some more Hooters stuff. Um, I was telling the story the other day. Uh, Andy Lally, who was a... Uh, is a road great road racer. Um, in fact, Andy was on the. He called one of the races a a week or two ago. He called the, the race. He called the truck race in Sonoma on Saturday. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That, that was it. But you, me and Robin were sitting there watching. And I said, "Robin, you know who that is?" She said, "Yeah, that's Andy Lally." She recognized his voice. But um, so Andy, Andy was a friend of ours. Drove our car some. I engineered for him and Spencer Pompelli running together and stuff. And so Andy wants to go oval track racing, NASCAR racing. And being the genius that I am, um, we did go to South Boston and do a test, but the first race that we took him to was Bristol. (laughs) And we walked through, if you guys know, when you walk into Bristol, you go into the tunnel, tunnel, and when you come out to the other end of the tunnel, you're you're kind of looking at the third turn, and you just turn your head right, and it looks like a concrete wall right there. And we get in there, and Andy turns and looks. And the first thing he says is, oh, shit. I guess I can say that. And then he turns around and looks at me, and he says, uh, how do you get up there? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well... You stand on the gas going down the straightaway. You'll, you'll be up there. You, you'll wish it was even taller than it is. But um, that that was a pretty good race. And But most people don't have any idea that I was the first person to take Andy Lally uh, over track racing. But, but we did. We ran a, a race in Milwaukee. And, um, and so we went to... Uh, we wanted to go prototype race, and that was kind of Price's goal, I guess, was to get back prototype racing and have our own team. And uh, I was okay with it. Um, I had a 
oval track background so that was you know i probably would have leaned more towards that but hey whatever whatever pays the bills you know how that is al speak jay so, yeah jay, I, I gotta interrupt you on a break and and i've got about 20 minutes and a, and a nascar driver coming in after you but you and i have crossed paths so many times it's ridiculous okay based on just this short conversation can I get yes, you sir. back on the air in about two weeks and give you about 20, 25 minutes to talk about Hooters Pro Cup racing, prototype racing, John Doonan, and all the guys at Mazda? I, I absolutely, absolutely. Right. I, I would love John to reminisce with you. The, yeah, John's one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. A- absolutely, buddy. I was at VIR well, last week while you guys were having dinner with Al. Anyway, well, Jay, I hate to cut you off, man. This is such a brilliant conversation. Had, and I blame Al for not telling me what your racing background really was because, you know, we were running the D.C. Grand Prix back in those days as well. But uh, What do I know? I'm just a drag yeah, racing guy. Yeah, you're just guy. a drag racing guy. You know, you don't have the couth that us guys like Jay <laughs> and myself have. But, uh, Jay, certainly appreciate you coming on the air. We're going to send you a clip of this show, but I look forward to getting you back on, and I'm serious, in the next couple of weeks. We've got to have some yes, serious sir. conversation. Okay? Now we Absolutely. want to talk more about your chassis, too, in a new shop. Yeah. Absolutely. Just let me know, guys. All right, man. Thank you, Jay. Jay Wentz, ladies and gentlemen, Wentz Motor Company in the pits. He was calling in on a hot rod hotline. Coming back, NASCAR Xfinity driver, racing Ryan Ellis. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress, it happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, a $30 certificate to the lobster house, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep. Anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there. What's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass Money Machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at ShowtimeGlass.us. ShowtimeGlass.us. Okay, everyone, settle down. This is a meeting. Richie, could you please stop singing everything I'm trying to say? Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. What? You all know why we're here. Yeah, we're here to talk. To just talk about offering everyone a brand new, powerful 18-seer AC system, but for the 14-seer price. That's right, we're here to sing. Here we go. No, 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 we're not here to sing. No, come on. We're just here to make sure we tell everyone. If it's time to replace your old AC system, let One Hour Magic give you the air conditioner deal of a lifetime. An 18-seer AC system for the 14-seer price. Installed the right way. That's One Hour Magic. He's right. Now let's hit our website chat out once more with feeling. O-N-E-H-O-U-R-N-A-G-I-C. Dot com. You don't
don't get to be the league's all-time leading rusher without feeling some pain. Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows joint pain, and he also knows the old treatments aren't the only treatments. Today, there's a natural alternative to drugs and surgery. It's Biologic Therapies from QC Kinetics. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. Do you have pain in your hips, knees, shoulder, lower back? Want to get your life back? The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics can help. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Don't put it off. Call QC Kinetics. Restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime and lasting results. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 843-310-2703. That's 843-310-2703. QC Kinetics, 310-2703. Right out the door. Where does these two hours go? I swear to God, man. Let me. You know, when we get off the air, I'm going up and talking to John. We need a third hour here. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let's just do morning radio here. What do you think? Hot rods rocking and racing. I know our next guest will be all over that. Maybe we got to talk about him moving from North Carolina down here to South Carolina. But young I man, mean, I've, I've known this young man longer than. Excuse me, I'm game for it. I've known some of my kids. Not when it's this hot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on the Hot Rod Hotline right now, NASCAR Xfinity racer extraordinaire, Mr. Ryan Ellis. Ryan, how's it going, buddy? Hey, not too bad. How about you guys? Uh, you know, we just Super. got off the phone with Jay Wentz, a hot rod builder out of Danville. Come to find out that he raced in the Star Mazda Pro Mazda Series and ran in the Hooters Pro Cup at the same time we were all doing that with Craig back in the early uh, early 2000s, late 90s. It was crazy, man. Just crazy. Small world. Yeah, racing. Yeah, I was going to say racing is a small world. You run into people in all sorts of different facets of the racing world doing different jobs, different teams. You never know where you're going to find people. Well, here, here's the interesting thing, Ryan. His team gave Andy Lally his first cup race. That, huh. that, yeah. Well, I, I didn't know. I, I, I can't remember what team he drove for. I remember he drove a lot for uh, TRG back in the day. Might have been. Might have been. Racing group. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. I don't remember yeah. much more beyond TR, that. Yeah, TRG. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good memory. That's why you're younger than me. So let's let's talk about you because we're going to run this show out for the rest of this hour about Ryan Ellis and uh, and Tom Keen and Ever- Teresa Keen and all the Keen people and uh, so you're running what is it next weekend? Yep, running next weekend. Um, got a new sponsor on board with Penicent. Um It's like a demolition and recycling company out of the Indianapolis area. They also have a hub out of Nashville. So. Um, they hopped on board, and they're going to make their sponsorship debut next weekend at Nashville Super Speedway. So, really excited to do that because I'm making my debut there as well. Never raced there. Now, whose who's car are you running next week? Uh, Tommy Joe's. I'll be in the 44. So, as of right now, all my races that I'm scheduled for this year are in the 44 um, or 45 car for Alpha Prime Racing, um, just depending on the allotment and what's, what's available. Now, is this a cup race or Xfinity? Xfinity. Ah, I was hoping it was going to be a cup race, dude. Yeah. Have you have you seen the trend? Have you seen the trend? 
What's the trend? It's all double-digit numbers have been the winners of the last three or four races. So driving to 44 oh, would have been I ideal to be making your cup debut. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I want to do it in the right car, obviously. That's where it really comes down to it. I, I've made my fair share of, not really, that sounds, sounds weird, but I've definitely made a lot of cup starts now, and um, I've learned what I like and don't like about it. And I want to I want to be racing wherever we are. I don't want to ride around. Be riding. You know, be able to like, prove something, yeah. I don't blame you on that. Well, you no, I finally feel like I'm in the right spot here with Alpha Prime, and I want to... Yeah, I mean, at you, least race some people. I mean, you finished. What did you finish at the last race? Excuse my memory. I should have done better prep work. I know it was pretty, pretty high up in the field. Thirteenth. Uh, Thirteenth. So, um, they've gotten thirteenth, thirteenth, sixteenth, and twentieth in our four finishes. Alpha Prime got caught up in an incident at Texas and uh, Talladega, Talladega does. So, yeah, um, four finishes in the top twenty. I'm pretty happy with that so far. Obviously, I, you know it's. It gets pretty tough up there where when you finish in the top 15, you're beating some RCR cars, you're beating some Gibbs cars, junior motorsports. So um, it's it's tough to break into that top 10, but I'm hoping we can do it at least at least once this year. Did you have a race not long ago where there was a late race restart? You were in the top, like, five? Yeah. Um, why did we, we've had a couple where we've restarted up there, and that is fun and scary at the same time i think texas we restarted up in like third um, I, yeah i think it was I a texas race yeah i think it was a texas yeah, race it's okay because i looked it's at larry and le- looked at larry and larry looked at me and i'm like brian ellis is restarting in the top five yeah it's uh strategy will definitely do some some wonders for you there but um you know with you know we had a lot better motor package than i've ever had in the past and really good people there so it's it's not as scary as when i was with some of my other teams um restarting up that high but it's it's still kind of scary on old tires when you got a you know pack of guys that are trying to race around you well are you you know are you still doing your marketing ryan most of it yeah um i actually have a like call a partner really uh, more than anything um sarah handy she used to work for kicking the tires um a year or so ago and uh, between the two of us, I was literally just working on that, doing um, like we're about 2,400 companies deep. I just started this document a few months ago, and or a month ago, and we uh, knock out outreach and uh, see what we can get done. It's it's tough, man. It is a freaking roller coaster, that's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, you've you've always, you know, I'm sitting here looking at your wiki page. By the way, I always want to congratulate you on that. And and if you look, you know, <laughs> where you started in the, in the micros and going into uh, legends cars etc i mean you, you're you know what you need to know about ryan ellis race fans is this is a journeyman racer he's raced anything he possibly can and he is often confused for kyle larson <laughs> yeah i think my suit people confuse me with kyle larson because i blew the legs out of my suit after charlotte so i got that getting hemmed up right now <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, it's it's I've watched and been an intimate part of your struggle, so to speak, if I can use that phrase. And and, and the struggle, when it pays off for you, man, you usually wind up on pretty solid ground. And I, I do believe, as you said a minute ago, this is probably the best team you've been with uh, throughout your career. And it's just it's interesting as you get older, the ride gets better, you know. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's, it's kind of weird because it seemed to come out of nowhere, you know, we – Finished up last year with B.J. McLeod and um, his team, and 
had a lot of good runs with them, and I was just looking for something a little bit different this year. And Tom and TJ Keene for VetParts.net, they they wanted to try something different as well, so we hopped over here, um, and I knew it was going to be a really, really big opportunity. They got you know ECR Motors um, at Alpha Prime, so they're really, really good motors, and for, you know they own them, so it's not like an A-plan motor or anything like that, but it's still a huge step up from anything I've had in the past, and uh, we're now competing and really catching some eyes and. Um, I think we're closer to a full season next year than I've ever been in my entire life. It's it's definitely within reach, but that's honestly what's keeping me up at night is knowing that if I, you know, it's right there and I just have to make it happen. So as far as the sponsorship, you know, we're, we're looking at an economy that's kind of weird. Let's just call it that way. I won't uh, go politically past that, you know. Um, and yet I see a lot of people out there, you know, basically funded – from various different resources as opposed to the one major sponsor. Uh, where do you see, not so much just for yourself, but for the sport in general, you know, where do you see this whole sponsorship thing going? Where's the value as far as a sponsor should realize? So from like a, a team's landscape, it's, it's interesting because the teams are getting a very small portion of the revenue. I think it's like Xfinity teams get 2% of the TV um, money, which is, absolutely crazy that they're able to survive on that um but so they're very dependent on sponsorship or just money coming from the driver because a lot of teams don't have internal marketing people and those people that you might have as those types of people come in and they might not be able to find anything at all um so a lot of it obviously is self-funded as we all know like if you're the full-time guy they're either a very big veteran name that's been around for a while or they're self-funded you know maybe their family has some money maybe they own a company and able to do a a business to business deal where they're able to cover the cost of the race team. Cause I mean, even at alpha prime, we're over a million dollars a year, um, just on expenses. So the, the cup teams in our series and Xfinity are three to 6 million, I think six to eight, maybe. Um, it's, it's really hard to cover expenses. I hope that the teams get a higher portion of the TV money going forward after the next TV deal. Cause that means that they're able to hire drivers and not be so, dependent on changing sponsorship every week and chasing sponsors they're able to put the best driver in um, regardless of money and build a program around them and build a program around a sponsorship rather than having unrecognizable schemes out there that you know the scheme changes every week and nobody even knows who's driving what car at some point where we're used to the miller light car the budweiser car and home depot and everybody knew what those cars were well we kind of lost a little bit of that um you know the last 20 years coors light dodge yeah yeah exactly but I think overall landscape's going up. The, the what's crazy is the teams there are struggling for money, but with money they, they don't they don't stop growing. They're definitely growing on trees somewhere. Um, I just got to <laughs> find out figure out where the tree is. You got to find a tree, brother. Yeah, I tell you what, um, you got to make me you got to make me a promise, Ryan. We can have you on. I would say routinely, okay, because you mm-hmm. you are that face of racing that every kid needs to know about, that you can make that dream come true uh, with a significant amount of dedication. So, um, you know, kudos to you guys, the Ellis family, and uh, that beautiful wife and daughter that you have now. And uh, we look forward to getting you possibly down here at the beach for some autographs and stuff like that, okay? Of course, yeah. We got Darlington in the fall with the uh, overtparts.net car. We're going to run a special throwback team again this year. So I'm sure that will be a good reason to head back down there. All right, Ryan, appreciate that, man. We'll put this out on social media, send you a copy of it, and say hello to everybody at the house there, okay? 
Yeah, you as well. All I appreciate right, you guys having me on. All right, man. Ryan Ellis, ladies and gentlemen, drives his brother. number 44 Xfinity car at Nashville. What a show. What a show. Awesome I, did, show. I did not expect this thing to flow the way it did, Michael. And, uh, man, we put together some back-to-back people here. And uh, I shudder to think if we really worked hard on this, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where it could go. But, uh, you know, who's going to win a truck race at Knoxville? Because that's truck all we race got. at Knoxville. Mm, I'm going to go with Crafton. Uh, Good call. All right. Anyway, for Rick Roberts running the board, Al Liebman, who stepped out for a minute, I don't know what he's doing. Mike Neff, this is Larry O saying, hey, buckle up because we want you back next week. Keep your green flag flying. In the Pits Racing Radio is a registered and copyrighted trademark. In the Pits Racing Radio is an In the Pits Media production, all rights reserved. Our crew chief is the one and only Glenn Dye. Cyber producer is Michael Schladen. Social media coordinator, Shirlene Reif. Web development by Covering You. Media consultant, Zeus Digital, in coordination with Fifth Gear Productions. See you next week in the Pits.